Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. A special episode today. I'm joined by two of the three founders of the Pels 12, the rambunctious fan group that we've seen, I don't know, materialize out of um, a need for watch parties, particularly uh, for Bells fans in the away, during the away games. Uh, so I am joined by Rel Myers and Sean Klein. How are you going? Pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Monday after a late night, so I'm moving a little bit slow overall, but uh, can't can't complain. Oh, you know, after a Pels game, what can we expect? You know, we've got to be, uh, we've got to take the lumps. We might as well dive straight and we'll start with the Pels. We'll start with, I mean, that's what we're here for, isn't it? The um, the, the Pels. Game number one against the Suns. um, Not the result we were looking for, but again, not all bad. A good second half uh, to come back. Ro, what were your thoughts on on the game overall as uh, as a Pels supporter? Um, I think um, we, to say that we only, um, we lost by what, 11 points, right? To the number one team in the league and we didn't play all that great. So just like imagine, you know, if if some of those shots are falling and, you know, we're making our free throws and we're defending the three-point line and everything, um, I think that was a very winnable game for us. So the things that we have to change, I think, are are very uh, fixable. Um, and I think game two might look uh, it might look pretty different as long as we come out strong in the first half, but also come out strong in the second half too. So, yeah, I'm with you 100. percent I think it's got to be a full quarter effort. Uh, Sean, what did you think of the game? It, you know, listen, considering how we started off this year, being three and sixteen, and having Zion out, Brandon out, missing all those games, just the fact that we're in this playoff series is is everything that we were looking for. You know, it's, it's above and beyond what I think our expectations were. So coming into the game, I was just trying to keep an open mind and have fun with it. You know, watch with watch with friends and, and enjoy it. Um, we're not going to shoot that poorly in every game. Um, we're playing the best team in the league. We shot horribly and we still bounced back. We took their biggest punch. Um, it took Chris Paul playing out of his mind uh, to, to completely put us away. So um, I'm walking away with that with, with my head uh, held high. Um, and like Rel was saying, if, if we're th- able to make things click a little bit more on Tuesday, th- there's no reason we can't, can't take a W from them. I'm, honestly, I'm exactly the same. I feel exactly the same way. We shot like 36% or something for the whole game and 30% in the first, quarter, uh, first half. 
in the paint was something like 30%. It, it was it was a tough game. We couldn't get the ball to go in the in the hole. You know, that was we the, couldn't, we <laughs> that couldn't, was the yeah. thing we watched. Time <laughs> and time again. Percentage in the paint is like, what are, what's going on down there? There was yeah. a lot of bunnies that are missing. And I think I saw the the rebound difference was like we out rebounded them like by like 20 rebounds. <laughs> but we just yeah, didn't make it. Half of them were offensive. So like yeah. 20, we had plus 20 in offensive rebounds and a lot of them were us just chasing our own misses, you know? <laughs> it, yeah. It, just... it, it was, it was crazy to see uh, Valanchunas put up the stat line that he did with, you know, 24, 25, 26 rebounds, whatever it was. And after the game, the narrative was still, he played a, he played a bad game um, and the stat, the stats are somewhat artificial because he was rebounding his own misses. Um, but it, there's no way that happens again. It, can, it can't. It's mm-hmm. just statistically improbable for us to miss that many layups, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had 20 more possessions and purely off these offensive rebounds and the like, and to then not be able to convert it, it, it makes it tough. And, and it's like a, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you put yourself in a position to be able to make these shots and, and get good looks, but then not converting them. You know, it's frustrating. But again, big learning experience and I suppose really holds us in good stead against uh, the Suns for game two because they shot nearly 60% and we lost by 11 and we're within five. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you can't be too scared about it. I, I think the Pels are going to come out with their tails up a little bit, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, I might have jinxed yeah. them now. But, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> so, the Pels 12. Out of all of the uh, madness that was this year, uh, uh, shining light is born and it is the fan base, the, the Pels 12. Can you just talk how this has turned into watch parties and just, I don't know, developed? Uh, I don't know. What's yeah. the <laughs> I think uh, our our other co-founder of the Pels 12, um, she's, she's actually in California right now. She went out to uh, Coachella. So she's been missing an action this weekend, missing the Lucky games, but I'm sure she's having a good time out there. But <laughs> she she had reached out to me it was just like, you know, it was super casual. Like, hey, we want to get together sometime and we'll go catch catch the game at a bar together. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And she's like, you know, if you want to invite some more people, you know, let's let's put the word out. Let's put a tweet out and see, you know, who wants to show up. And so it was more people than we thought that were wanting to come. So, um, you know, we put that tweet out and, and we were trying to figure out, you know, um, if the place we were going was going to be like a good place to go or not. And there was a lot of like, oh, we don't know. They got trivia night. They're not going to put the sound on, yada, yada, yada. So that turned into a thing in itself. So at the last minute, we had to change venues. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no one's going to come because no one's going to know we changed venues. <laughs> so I was like, why don't we just make a different, like, why don't we make a totally separate account, just like a central location? So, you know, we're probably going to want to do this again anyway. So people can just go follow this account. Um, and, and that's where they can go to get updates on, on watch parties and stuff. So we did that. And uh, we went to the first watch party and, I don't know, 30 people, I think showed up um it was a pretty small bar Uh, we pretty much packed the place out and so it was so much fun even though we lost by legit like 30 points that night to memphis it was the most fun ever like i've never since the pulse 12 started when we lose i'm not in like a crappy mood anymore i'm just like well i got 1000 new friends now uh (laughs) from from watching this team so i'm feeling pretty good but yeah um it kind of just spiraled from or snowballed rather, I think is the word we use a lot um, ever since that first, that first party. So, and then Sean's been kind of reaching out to a bunch of different places uh, across the city to see who wants us to come visit. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was it was sort of a perfect storm of things um, between Rel being already relatively famous within the Pels Twitter community. <laughs> um, uh, the the Pels really sort of started to turn things around, bringing in CJ McCollum. Um, we were getting a little bit of momentum, and at the end of the day, I, I always say this, and Rel sort of makes fun of uh, me for it, but we just wanted to watch Pelicans games with our friends. Um, and the Pelicans weren't at the time putting anything out. So we saw that there was a, a need and sort of a, a void that we could fill um, in between um, Rel and Lee and their able, uh, ability to communicate on Twitter and me sort of already having a passion for doing things on the back end, like logistics. Um, we sort of spoke to each other and said, you know, why, why can't this be a bigger thing? Um, and if we keep putting it out there and we keep hosting events, People keep coming, so yeah. uh, might as well might as well keep doing it. <laughs> and I mean, to be able to identify that need and and you know, particularly in the last few the last few years have been tough. I think across the world, everyone's sort of you know we've had the social distancing, we've had local businesses just get absolutely hammered because we haven't had those people through uh, through the door to be able to support restaurants and bars and, and the like, and to now see you know a, a fan club being able to just say, all right, we're going to go to this place beyond just getting everyone together, you're also supporting local businesses and, and uh, you know, the Mid-City Yacht Club. Uh, I'm sure they're very happy with the patrons coming through. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's a testament to you guys to be able to identify that and, and realise that, hang on, we don't have a, a, an outlet for away games. We all like talk. We're all talking together on the spaces and, um, mm -hmm. you know, texting and, and the like and talking about how difficult this is. Imagine if we're all sitting together. And then we could we could all wallow in it, all celebrate together, and uh, yeah. <laughs> to um to have that, I think it's just fantastic avenue. And and so, um, what stemmed it then? It was purely that all right, let's go and watch it all together with our friends. And all of a sudden, there's the uh, the satellite franchises coming up. There's the Houston watch party I see come up on the uh, <laughs> on the Twitter as well. And um, so were people just reaching out and starting their own chapters i guess or franchises or whatever they are of, of the pills 12 yeah uh, pr pretty much i mean it's truly been a, a community effort this only grew because of what was already what already existed um and we got we got a lot of help from some of the the local media people um and when we really knew it was something was i think two or three days after we had our first watch party um, we noticed that the pelicans had actually started following us on our twitter account um, and this was, this is when we still only had four or 500 followers and we're like, okay, this is, this is really something. Um, and when we started posting pictures, yeah, we, we would open up our DMS and it would just be a lot of people saying, Hey, have you heard of any watch parties in Houston or Lafayette or on the North shore? Um, and we just started reaching out and linking people up, you know, because we'd have two or three DMS from, from those same cities. And we said, well, just talk to each other and put it out there and either people will come or they won't, but you'll have fun with the people that do. And what a For way sure. to connect people. Like, I mean, people, we all chat, like I said, we're all chatting on Twitter and, you know, oh, I can't believe they did this, but to have everyone in the same room, is that weird connected? Well, not weird, but is it a bit of a um, I don't know, trip, I guess, meeting people in person where, you know, we're from all over the world, but they're all gathered <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> How do you identify half these people when we've got the avatars and, you know, <laughs> different names? Is it's there tough. a is there <laughs> a name tag system? We definitely need name tags. It's so weird. Like people are coming up to me and they're like, "Hey, Rel, what's going on?" And I'm like, "Hey, uh, so so what's your name on online? What's your name on there?" <laughs> it's like 
Because most people, yeah, they just don't, they don't have a picture of themselves. They have a picture of their pet or they have a picture of their favorite player on the team. And so it's just like, all right, um, it's already kind of hard for me to like remember people's names. And now I can't even put like the face with the name because this is my first time seeing the face. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Yeah. But no, it's, it's been fun. <laughs> it's, it, it, there is a, a sort of sense of, not, not necessarily awkward, but sort of that moment when you're introducing yourself and, and Rel and I have somewhat become more well-known just because of the events, but people will come up and talk to us. And they'll be like, yeah, my name is, you know, so-and-so. And we have to say like, all right, well, what's your name on there? And they're like, well, it's, you know, Kingram Stan 420 or just like, <laughs> just like something, just like something completely ridiculous. And you, you meet them and it's, it'll be like this 40 year old person or whatever. So it's, it's definitely a bit of a trip, but it's been, it's been such a positive experience, even, even when it's super crowded and it's literally falling out into the street with people, you know, everybody's just so happy to be there that, you know, you go into another crowded New Orleans bar and it's four people deep and people start getting impatient or they start getting frustrated with one another. But we, we haven't experienced that at all. And I think a lot of it stems from we already sort of know these people. It's yeah. just on Twitter. You know, we might not have met them in person, but we've already built some of these relationships. So it's been great to see. Absolutely. And uh, so the Mid-City Yacht Club, how did that come apart? Was, was that uh, purely because it was a, a bigger bar and um, more space? Or was there, did they reach out to, to link up? How, how did that relationship come about? Um, so eventually we, we realized the need that we were outgrowing the bars that we were in, which, you know, shout out to Red Door, shout out to Jockeys. They were the first people to say, yeah, come have a party. We'll put it on. Um, and they're still fantastic. So we try to promote them as much as possible, but we were mm -hmm. outgrowing. So, uh, we were looking at what our other options were. We were considering, you know, taking this sort of show on the road and doing different bars each, each week. Um, but I saw that mid city yacht club had a private room that, uh, you could rent out for a deposit and as long as you bring enough people or, or whatever. Um, so I reached out to them and I, I spoke with our, our contact there named Missy, who's, who's, who's been wonderful. Uh, but I do remember talking to her on the phone the first time and being like, listen, this is still new. We, we could bring, <laughs> we could bring 15 people. We could bring 30 people, but we just sort of want a space. She was like, all right, well, we will have to ask you to put down a deposit. And I'm like, that's totally fair. <laughs> and no idea how many people are going to come. Um, and we ended up having, probably close to 150 people come yeah um, and need, <laughs> needless to say they they sort of uh, rolled out the the red carpet for us after that They're like if you can keep bringing that many people we'll do whatever we can to, to keep you coming back yeah that first game was back? the lakers game i think <laughs> Um, so, so by the time I got there to put down the deposit, there were already so many people that she was like, you know what? I think we can just, I think we can just skip out on that. That's amazing. I will say one super cool thing about us going to different places. Like I do really appreciate the owner at, at, uh, at jockeys and the, and the owner at red door. Um, and you know, occasionally I might, you know, tweet or comment on their Instagram or something like that back and forth, but something really cool happened Friday night and I'm going around and I'm seeing all the people that, you know, have just showed up and walked in and I'm handing out raffle tickets. And I look up and who do I see other than the owner from Jockeys is at Mid City Yacht Club coming to hang out at the watch party. And I'm like, dude, what's up, man? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And he's like, this is pretty cool, huh? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm so happy to see you. So it's just such a cool thing. Like he's, he's a big Pelicans fan and he just wanted to be in on the action mm -hmm. too. And, and there was no, like, there was no vibe, like, you know, how come you don't come see me anymore? It was just like, hey, like you guys got like 
150 plus people here. Obviously, they can't fit my bars, but I want to come join the party. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's been one of the more interesting things is not only are all the bars sort of working together, but you know, there's so many different Pelicans podcasts out there and different media groups. Um, and we've been able to work with all of them. And one of the things that I've noticed is they've really started to help uh, cross promote each other. You know, there, mm-hmm. there's no sort of no, no sense of rivalry. Um, there's enough Pelicans fans to, to go around and there's a need for everybody. So it's really cool to see them, you know, retweeting each other and boosting each other up because that's that's what it's all about is, is continuing to build this community. For sure. I mean, as someone that obviously hosts a podcast, I've never had anything but support and, you know, uh, people coming on my podcast. I've had most of the big ones on on here as well as the beat writers. And uh, honestly, the community has, that's why it draws you in because everyone just wants the best for one another. Because if you're in it, you're a part of it and you're one of the 12, I guess. Um, and and that has, <laughs> that's, found, that's right. You know, and I mean, that has been the, uh, the big draw card for me as well to, continue to do this is that you've got uh you know the the, the support of uh new orleans as soon as even though i'm not from there i've been there once uh, but uh it, it really is uh once you're in you're in and i like that it's nice yeah yeah <laughs> um so what's next for the pills 12 then there's a fair bit going on uh well we've still got a couple another way game at least two more home games uh is there big yeah. things on the horizon more parties, man. <laughs> Just more parties. Another party tomorrow for game two. And uh, what, what do we got going on Friday? Sean? Yeah, so, that? yeah, we have our – we'll be back at Mid-City Yacht Club tomorrow um, for the away game. And then we're in talks with uh, Pros Pell Podcasts uh, about doing another event with them uh, pregame on Sunday, uh, trying to get together and do another live podcast and bring in some special guests. Um, we were looking at Friday, but – there's a lot going on in New Orleans this weekend. There's there's mm. French Quarter Fest. There's the Zurich Festival. There's the No Limit uh, No Limit Records reunion <laughs> concert, which is going to be insane as well. Um, what are so, they doing with that? What are they are they moving that to like the lakefront or something? <laughs> still, still have no idea. I think yeah. we're just all. I don't know if you heard about right that, now. Lyle. There's like this 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 concert has been like postponed or something like four different times, and it's supposed to be coming up this Friday, and it's supposed to be at the Smoothie King Center, but <laughs> the NBA kind of takes priority. So it's like, uh, don't know what they're going to do, but they can't, they can't, they can't play in the Smoothie King Center. So <laughs> it's meant to be at 7 p.m. or something, isn't it? And then the game's at 8.30 and yeah, that's exactly I, I don't know it. about the overlap about getting the people in and out, but uh, I know I'd be hanging around. Not happening. <laughs> straight Maybe after. they can have some of those guys come and do the halftime show or something, you know? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's just good business. Just merge them together. <laughs> they can just play in the background. <laughs> That's the live band yeah. we're looking for. That's yeah. the in-game entertainment we need. Yeah. No limit, all-stars come out and play at the halftime show. Well, so playoffs, we, isn't we, it? We've, <laughs> we've definitely got some cool stuff um, with that. And then, honestly, we're, we're just sort of riding the wave right now, to be honest. Um, we have plans to sort of sit down in the off-season and really hammer out what exactly we're – where we're looking for this to go, what are our expectations, you know, how far do we want to take this and um, then start planning out some, some off season stuff, you know, draft mm-hmm. day parties, summer league parties, just hang out with each other in the summer and talk about bells parties, stuff like that. Um, but the way that we see it, and I, you know, I can't speak for, for Lee and Rel, but we, we really see this as sort of sky's the limit. Um, you know, we have a lot of, um, 
communication with the actual Pels organization now. They're they're hooking us up with donations and T-shirts and stuff to to pass out, and they're helping promote. Um, so the way that we see it is, you know, you look at a lot of other sports, especially overseas, um, with 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 soccer and rugby, and they have really um, formalized sort of supporter groups that have communications with the team, but can but are able to operate independently. Um, and I think that's that's sort of what we're looking for, and at least until Rel gets a job with the team, and then we have to sort of figure <laughs> it out. Have to have to figure it out from there, but everyone's campaigning for that, you know. Everyone's tweeting the team, and it's it's so funny. But I'm like, hey, man, like let's not put down the people who are already in these positions on the team just to try to like get me in there, you know. They're like, no, whoever's whoever is in there sucks, and I'm like, no, 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 don't don't do that. <laughs> like, please, I'm begging, yeah. actually, don't do that. <laughs> people on Twitter get a get a little defensive of of us and our our watch parties. They're feisty. Um, we've, we've sort of had to put out a statement being like, listen, it's not us first them. It's just multiple watch parties. That's our yeah. goal is we want. Oh, it's every um... bar, you know, um, and so we'd rather work with the Pelicans than turn this into some us first them thing. They've, they've been very supportive. Um, and then that's what it's all about. We're, we're going to support them hundred percent, no matter what, that's what this group is for. Um, yeah. But definitely we're trying to get the word out there that the Pels are very supportive of us as, as well. It's, it's teamwork. Uh, team effort for sure so that's fantastic that they have jumped on board and said well hang on this is something that we haven't that was a need that needed to be filled people have done it now it's been done very very well and you know getting build it and they will come so to speak uh mm-hmm. and now that they've jumped on board as well it, it just goes from strength to strength i mean um it's great to see. And yeah, I, I that was actually something I was going to say is that there are, especially in Australia, we've got the, that linkage between the professional sports teams and the supporter groups, particularly ones that aren't in the same state. So in the AFL, Aussie <laughs> rules football, um, we've got like the West Demons, which is a Melbourne team, but they have a supporter base here and they're affiliated with Melbourne, but uh, okay. they just have nothing to do with them because they're, <laughs> I don't know, 5,000 right. kilometres away, longer. Um, <laughs> So uh, to see that uh, sort of formalized is, um, is, is really awesome. And uh, it really is the sky's the limit. So to, to change back to the bells a little bit, what, what do we see happening, uh, I suppose, in the next, well, three games minimum, hopefully more. <laughs> should I think there's a scope for more. Uh, what do we think happens tomorrow on, uh, in game two? I, um, before game one, I had already thought that we could steal one in Phoenix. Um, and I got a little greedy and was like, we could even win two in Phoenix. But, you know, obviously that wasn't the case. But, hey, man, I, I think we can definitely win this second game with the, with the proper um, adjustments. Um, and hopefully, I don't know. I, I love I, – I've been saying Pels in four, Pels in five. You know what I mean? I, I'd love to go six. I'd love to go six. I think that's nice. Seven's way too stressful. Um, <laughs> but – I think we can definitely kind of, you know, catch them on their heels a little bit and, and make them sweat. And definitely, uh, I think the team's starting to live up to that won't bow down motto. So, um, so yeah, I think we can apply some pressure on them and win a couple games. Yeah, I would, uh, I, w- I would tend to agree with, with Rel there. I think we, we took their best shot yesterday. Um, we, but it, we're a young team and now they have that game experience under their belt. You know, they've, they've heard the crowd, they've, they've seen, playoff Chris Paul they've seen playoff uh, Devin Booker and I think they're going to come out a bit more ready um, I also think 
players are going to fill their roles a little bit more. I feel like CJ was putting a little too much pressure on himself in that last game, forcing up some shots. Uh, he's plenty of experience in the playoffs, um, but it's his first time without having Dame right there next to him. Mm-hmm. You know, first time where he's truly the man that people are looking at. Um, and I think now that he's got a game game um, here in that situation, I think he'll come out a little bit more smooth. I think B.I. will. Um, we need to figure out what to do with Jax, but I'm going to leave that to, to Willie and the coaches because that's what they're paid for. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully we can see uh, JV bring it together. Uh, but most importantly, if nothing else, we need to hit our free throws. Um, start yes. hitting free throws, and it's going to be a much closer game. For sure. Oh, you get a free chance at it. You got to hit them. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. oh, free, I was <laughs> yelling at the team. I can imagine what the watch party was like when rimming free throws out and hitting back iron. And oh, gosh. Anyway. A lot of gut wrenching screens. <laughs> oh, great foul. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I, I echo those sentiments. I think, um, I think we have a real good chance to nick one over there. I, I, I really think we do. Um, we got those uh, that first sort of playoff jitters out, um, as well as just adjusting to I don't know the third game in six nights in the third state. Yeah. I, I know people are, are sort of saying oh, it's not that far, but I go on an airplane for like fifth. I look at an airplane and feel like lethargic. So for me, <laughs> I don't know how the guys do it all the time to travel. <laughs> so um, it, it's a big deal and, and first playoff experience for the majority. I agree with the the CJ comments as well. He's got to be the guy. Uh, you know, he took 25 shots, got 25 points. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think he's he's going to get 30 if he takes 25 shots. I think he's going to be yeah. much mm-hmm. more efficient. Uh, I mean, our three stars average, well, the average scoring was 32% or something between the three of them, which it's just not going to happen again. Uh, they, they refuse. They've got too much pride to do that. Uh, so looking forward to seeing him bounce back. Uh, so... Thank you very much for, for coming on. Any final remarks uh, and anything to plug before we uh, we wrap up? It's been fantastic chatting to you both. I don't know. I don't think I have anything to plug. Sean, is there anything? Any special announcements? <laughs> uh, no, just uh, I, I don't know when this will come out. It could be after, but we've got the watch party again at, at Mid-City Yacht Club uh, before Tuesday's game. A lot of great uh, prizes, a lot of great people going to be there. And then again on Sunday, we're going to be putting something together. Um as far as promoting, you know, Mid-City Yacht Club's treated us well. Red Door treated us well. Jockeys. So um, go support them and, you know, go Pels. Why not us? Yeah. <laughs> Why not us? Why? It's been it, – hell, we, we've done it all year. You know, every time we're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we'll win one playing game and we'll lose the second. All of a sudden we're in the playoffs and 1-12 and 12, and now we're here. <laughs> Why not us yeah. and why not now? Right? Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. And, I mean, for us – at the start of the season to get the playoffs, this is all bonus basketball for us anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, one thing is I have no idea what I'm going to do if when the season finishes, whether it's a championship or whether it finishes next week or whenever it is, I have absolutely yeah. no idea what I'm going to do because my free time is just going to open up. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. But at the same time, I think it's also going to be really boring too. So like, what, what am I going to do in the off season? No idea. <laughs> I've never been so invested in a team. It's it's um, unbelievable. <laughs> Even ones I played on, I've never been this invested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a few. There was a few seasons where, like you know, I I don't miss home games. Like, you know, it's very rare that I miss home games. And, and there were some times where the team might be doing bad, um, especially on the road, where I'm like, you know what, I'm just, I'm not gonna watch the game tonight, and I'll just see what happens later. But now it's like, you 
way. There's no way I'm not going to watch a game ever. So right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm extremely bought in. <laughs> so. yeah, and I think we all feel it. And by you guys uh, putting together the Pels 12, you know, everyone's feeling it. We've seen it. They're, they're all coming. And uh, credit again to what you guys have built. Rel, Sean, thank you so much for joining us on the uh, on the pod. It's been great chatting. Uh, no doubt we'll have to do it again sometime. And guys yeah. out there, go and follow the Pels 12 on Twitter. Uh, that's where you get all your details on um, the watch parties and all of the information yeah. on the Instagram page as well, I think there is. And you can yes. get all the um, uh, photos Pick and the, the likes that I've been, yeah. been scrolling and tearing up that I'm not over there being a part of it. So, um, <laughs> it's been, yeah, get that major FOMO. But uh, really looking forward to um, to getting over there and catching up with everyone. And no doubt we'll have an away game when I'm there. And I'll be yeah. heading down to the Pills 12. So, thank sure. you very we'll much. see you in the finals, man. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thank you very much. See you guys. Appreciate y'all. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So thank you very much to Rel and Sean for joining us on the podcast. It was fantastic to have uh, those guys take some time out of the day to talk about the Pels 12. What a fantastic initiative. Uh, seeing the team really embrace them as well has just been fantastic. And and as I said, giving all of the support and, and getting uh, raffle uh, prizes and the like has, has just been really awesome to see and all credit to them. I think it's only the beginning for the Pels 12. So congratulations again uh, to Rel and Sean and Lee who put it all together. Uh, get down to the Mid-City Yacht Club for Game 2. Treat yourself down there and, uh, you know, go and watch it with uh, with some Pels fans because it's always much more fun uh, to celebrate uh, together. And um, no doubt they'll they'll put their best foot forward, the uh, the Pelicans, in Game 2. And, and we'll see a bit of a turnaround. So fingers crossed. Anyway, I think I might leave it at that. Uh, As always, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe. Go Pels. Game number two coming up tomorrow. I'll talk to you after then. Bye for now.